All right. Welcome to episode six of the LT podcast. Um, another another busy week done, which, yeah, has been good. I'd like to welcome my next guest, Trav McDonald. How are you, Trav? Good, Luke. How are you? Good, thank you. Uh, how's, uh, how's your week been? Interesting. Um, I've had a good week. Um, I've, I've uh, and we'll touch on anxiety, obviously, a fair bit. But, yeah, um, yeah I, I've... Uh, Especially the last two or three days, I've had to deal with some stuff that um, I'll let simmer because of my anxiety, but um, it's all sorted now and I'm feeling a lot better about things as of today. That's good. Yeah, good so, to hear. No, it's good. So overall, the week's been all right? Yeah, yeah, good. Yeah. 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 Busy. <coughs> Excuse me. Mine's been pretty much the same. My anxiety's been all over the place this week and I, I, I can't really put my finger on why, mm. but obviously that's, you know, the beauty of anxiety is it just seems to rear its head. Absolutely. When, like when it wants to? Yeah, so. you just can't. Yeah, it's no choice. I always try to pinpoint it, but you just can't. No, no. Whether it's, you know, you probably haven't had enough sleep or too much sleep or, God, it just, yeah, it's been one of those weeks, but that's all right. We're at the end of one and yep, ready to reset and go again. So um, I'll get it all out of the way at the right time this week. I normally ask people <laughs> how their week is and what they're grateful for, and I did it right at the end last week with Chanel because I completely forgot. So, um, Something you're grateful for, Trav, or some things you're grateful for? Um, my partner, Yana, she's been fantastic this week. Um, she's been fantastic since we uh, got back together. Yep. Um, so very thankful for her. She, she's a good listener and she gives good advice and um, just a good sounding board. Um, and also just um, my inner circle, like, and that's what a lot of that problem was to do with. Like, they're always there for me and um, also... Thankful to have uh, a very nice breakfast with mum and dad yesterday because I don't see as much of them yep. of what I should and it's mum's birthday today, so happy right. birthday mum. So Happy birthday, Travis mum. Yep, so that was really nice as well. Yep. And they met Yana too yesterday, so that was, that right. was pretty good. Yeah, <laughs> pretty, yeah. Big, uh, pretty big moment. Yeah, it was good. interesting. Yeah. <laughs> it was all right. Where'd you go for brekkie? Uh, we went to Metro. Right. Yeah, mum and dad's favourite. Yeah, so, yeah. 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 Pretty good food there. No, it was bloody excellent. Pretty consistent too. Yeah, I haven't been for a while. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, grateful. I am obviously forever grateful for my little family, but also I'll give them a plug while I've got it, but I'm bloody grateful for good coffee. Trav. Oh, mate. Conley sponsored <laughs> oh, by... Conley sponsored by Confession. Confession. Uh, One of my go-tos as well. Yeah, got the uh, Connect Boys on there as well. So, yeah. yeah. Um, and Don sent me a message... Uh, can't remember what day it was because they all merged together this week. But uh, the little QR code that's on the cups. All oh, right. If you if you give that a scan, it'll take you to the Facebook homepage of this podcast. There you go. So Don Donny's teed that up. So he's just you know a very good man and mm. that, and he, that he, gives so yeah. much. So and I don't know how he fits it all in, but he does. So yeah. thanks again to Don from confession for one providing bloody good coffee and two mm. for for sponsoring the podcast and get dishing us up a coffee so yeah no they're, um, they're very good down there i'm starting to get on they're starting to remember my name so i'm starting to go there a bit too often maybe but yeah no, yeah that's nah, always <laughs> always a sign that you probably go somewhere too often but that's yeah. all right so yeah i'm grateful especially this morning after working last night i'm grateful for mm. grateful for bloody good coffee so yeah me too after not getting as much sleep as what i should have but anyway, that's okay. So, uh, yeah, tell us a bit about yourself, Trav. 
for the people that don't know you, um, obviously not everyone's going to watch it, so they're probably not going to see you. So just, you know. Okay. Yep, um, your age within a certain bracket, I guess. If you oh, know. I don't mind telling my age. I'm, yeah. fi- I'm 53, so I'm not that much younger than your dad because I heard you mention your dad Yeah. one episode. I thought, yep. geez, I'm only like two years younger than your dad. But, yep. um, yeah, um, life was pretty cruisy growing up. Um, I spent the first 10 years, 11 years of my life at my grandparents' house um, with mum. And um, my, my grandparents were my biggest influence because mum was still pretty young and she still wanted to go out and stuff like that, which yep. is fine. Yep. Um, so always uh, loved cooking and being in the garden and stuff like that. We'd go down to the car yard, uh, well, the, the truck yard with my grandfather because he was a tyre fitter and stuff like that. Right. That was always fun. But yep. it was more my na- nan's influence. So yeah, that um, school was good. Um, bit of bullying, not yep. a lot, but I guess back then um, you kind of pushed it aside a lot as a kid. Different era, different time, but yep. it, it wasn't a lot, so it wasn't it wasn't too bad. It was just Mount Mount Gambia born and bred. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Moved away a couple of times. Yeah, um, finished my apprenticeship in Adelaide, and um, I moved to Wollongong briefly for a while. Chased a lovely girl that I met, but um, that didn't pan out, so yep. come back here, but. Um, yeah, went into a gardener greenkeeping apprenticeship. Yep. I didn't even think you knew that. No. Um, so gardener greenkeeper by trade, um, because as I said, loved gardening and stuff. And yep. um, yeah, kind of blew that up a little bit down here locally by being a 20 year old that wanted to go down the beach or to the Little Blue and all that. And they, I was looking after um, the TAFE by myself over summer, like no one else there. And I yep. kind, of, kind of blew it up a bit. So. That's why I ended up finishing my apprenticeship in Adelaide, but yep. that's okay. It's, you, as you said, you, you live and learn by your mistakes along the way. Absolutely. Um, and then, yeah, just fell into hospitality. Just was at Javed's one night, and um, I know the Gentili family quite well through my mum and, and just through obviously being heavily involved in soccer locally. Yep. Um, yeah, and it was an Easter weekend. They said, oh my God, can you come by in the bar and just help us wash some glasses and stuff. Did that and then all of a sudden I was doing bar work and then from from there, like um, the Gambia, Flanagan's when Irish pubs yep. used to be big, yep. which is now back to the globe, yep. which is interesting yep. in itself. Um, and then the commercial for nearly 10 years. And then just as I got older, um, I was just getting less tolerant um, of the dickheads and yep. you know just yeah so and then I was in, I ended up in the bottle shop which was good because I you know you're kind of dealing with them briefly and then yeah. they're on their Catch way you later. Um, yeah but hurt my back a little bit um, so kind of pulled the pin there and was kind of not doing much for a little while um, mum got me a job because she used to do the books for Val Mitchell and up at uh, the Lakes Resort right right um, so yeah, I was just doing some handyman gardening work up there, which yep. was really cool to get back into that again. And then, yeah, um, there was a job come up at Bedford, uh, garden supervisor. And um, I'd never worked or had anything to do with the disability industry in my life. And um, I didn't get the job at first. Um, and then the fellow that got it pulled the pin after about six months. Um, so they rang me and said, look, we don't want to re-interview anyone. Do you want the job? I said, absolutely. So yeah, next minute I've, I'm a supervisor of a crew of two crews of about five to six with a couple of leading hands, um, yeah, in the right. disabled sector. Yeah. 
and um, away you go. Like, yeah. Like no training, you know, anything like that. So that was pretty full on. Yeah. Um, so I kind of learnt along the way. Um, I like being in hospitality for a long time probably helped with that a lot. Yeah. And yeah. Um, a lot of my guys in my crews were, it was just more intellectual stuff. Yeah. They could all, most of them had licences. Yeah. So they could all drive ride-ons and yeah. Do all that stuff, stuff like that. So yeah, so that was nearly 10 years and then, yeah, just um, got a bit jack of that because it was becoming, oh, without getting too, not political, but like rubbing people the wrong way, but it was just becoming more about the dollar and not yeah. the client. Yeah, yeah. Um, and also my two leading hands, because they changed a lot over that nine years, I was mentally getting very exhausted because they were clashing all the time and I just couldn't cope with it anymore. Yeah. yeah. Um, Ten so years is a long time, though. Yeah, yeah. So um, decided to. I, I, I really, really loved it. Like the, de- like with the disability, like dealing with the disability side. Like I'm, I thought it was a bit of a niche for me. Like I liked the cl- like I liked yeah the people that I had to look after and stuff like that. Like there were some beautiful people. And like even in the mill and that beautiful people, um, very rewarding. Yeah, you see their looks, yeah. their faces. So I just went into, decided to go into the one one on one stuff. Um, so I've been with three different companies since I left Bedford, but yep. I finally found the company that's been best for me. Yep. Um, the other two were okay, but this one's been next level professional. So yeah, got a good client base. Yep. Um, yep. Really enjoy it. You're um, always out and about. Yeah. And you, you've, you've met a couple. Yeah. Um, oh yeah. So. Ripper. Absolute ripping people. Yeah. So, so yeah, really interesting, beautiful people to deal with, um, you know, and, some of my mates in that joke with me, like, you you know, I know they're not serious, so you've got it pretty easy because, you know, you're, you're off playing eight ball and stuff like that, but it's, it's not all nah. bells and whistles, let me no, tell you. So, no, you're still obviously yeah. teaching about life as you go. Yeah. But it's not really, it's not work when you get paid to oh, do what you enjoy, that's yeah. for sure. And it's, it's some, some of the clients are high end as well. Yeah. Like, yeah. 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 You might be out playing eight ball, but you never know what they've done just before or what they're going to do after or... Mm. Yeah, obviously. and uh, uh, there's obviously other clients too that are in housing and stuff like that that just yep. don't go out because yep. they're just not capable yep. or you know things like that. So yep. yeah, it's definitely got its challenges. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So um, yeah, ten years at Bedford's obviously that's a pretty long time to be sort of mm. anywhere, let alone you know. Yeah, that's probably every reason you got over it. But I think you know hospitality is one of those things. I think it sets you up for a lot yeah it can absolutely like because you as we were speaking out yeah. before we come on board like i'm quite i can deal with any bodily fluid pretty easily now yep. because of working yeah. in hospitality yeah like I said, yeah. I'm, no, I'm no good with poos but yeah spew and the rest of it but i mean having young kids you sort of just yeah well, it. but yeah but i think the whole dealing with people and obviously going back to a school setting yeah yeah your tolerance of obviously like people with disability kids you know and then obviously having kids yourself your, your tolerance is way better absolutely and especially after you work in a hotel or whatever where you put up with people that intentionally make the wrong decisions mm. and then you go work with you know kids or people that don't intentionally make the wrong decisions and you're all of a sudden you're a little bit more tolerant yeah i think and that's probably especially i've only been at mount for two weeks now but there's been some shit happening i'm like eh. you mm. know what i mean like it just yeah. hospitality builds you for something that's for sure yeah absolutely and like 
I I love working like um, I love working with kids and like like with with um, over the journey of coaching soccer and and um, like even some of my clients between the three companies. I don't really have a, a many young clients um, at this new company, but yep. I, they know that that's what I, I I'd love to have. I just yeah just. Dealing with adults, coaching to dealing with kids yep. is just completely different. Yep. Like, it's just it's just so much more rewarding, and it's and it, it's less. It is less pressure, but it's just easier yep. with my anxiety and yep. other things like that as well because they're a bit more fun. It's not as serious, yeah. even though it is serious. Yeah. Um, yeah. Yeah, it's just a lot easier for me to. I deal guess with. there's a lot of innocence in it as yeah. well. I think yeah. it's probably one of the things that. Yeah. Um, I think. Yeah, especially the old uh, the anxiety does a fair bit, especially in the hospitality setting. I think like that sort of that fast paced environment and you just the, the unpredictability of it. Mm. I think that probably doesn't help. But um, obviously, yeah, we both battle from anxiety. Yeah, uh, it's it's you know it's that never ending chat that we that we always have. Um, yeah, and like we've said last the last week's been pretty edgy for both of us. Mm, um, you know, a couple of. Restless nights, I think that's that's been the killer for me. Anyway, yeah, is uh, switching the brain off, which is nearly impossible to do. Yeah. But uh, we'll give those salts a, a try that Chanel recommended. Yeah, I'm going to. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. Oh, I probably should have them since they're in my house. <laughs> easy, to, easy, to, easy to access. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. But um, so following on, obviously, from anxiety and and whatnot, we'll get into your story a little bit, Trav, because. Um, I think for me, this is one of the episodes I've been really excited for. Obviously, when I can get Jank on as well, being that same age, um, this is definitely something I've been looking forward to because I find that obviously people my age now are starting to speak up a little bit, which is great. Um, which you know is the whole point of this. But I, I find, and this is a perception that I have and I guess a lot of people my age probably do have and like I said yeah before we jumped on here was you know I was telling people that I've got a guy who's 50 and you know he he's going to tell his story about anxiety and depression and all the rest of it and you know it was more like disbelief that someone your age yeah and for me obviously having parents your age I don't find you old but from that generation and everything I think this is you know one of the bigger bigger episodes I'll have with someone your age opening up. Right. Um, because, yeah, like I said, I've, I've spoken to people my age and they, they still can't believe that I'm going to have someone on your age that's, yeah. that's willing to talk about it yeah. because all we see is, oh, they, you know, they wouldn't talk about it or they yeah. wouldn't open up about it or, it's, it's you know, you come from the era where you... It wasn't taboo, but yeah. like it wasn't spoken about a lot back when we were your age and yeah. stuff like that. But, you know... It's 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 interesting in because oh it's over there but these technology the, the mobile the phone's, phone's got a lot to do with it yeah um, but yet here we are using it to reach out to people yeah. which is great but ever since mobile phones has existed it's it's probably well well you can Google anything to find yep. out what's going on a lot yep. a lot of kids these days like Google and self medicate yeah with what they think's wrong with them yeah which you know, yeah yeah is what it is but like. It's interesting, like, before I, before I talk about a little bit about my story with the, the, the depression and stuff like that, like, like, you're talking about the generations, like, it's interesting what you were saying, how your generation, more people are coming out and talking about it, which is awesome. Um, 
not so much in mine, but it's, it's better than what it was. But I find um, my son's generation, Mason, he's 23, like his group of friends and that, like, I find they do talk about it a fair bit. Well, they do within Mason's group anyway, yep. which is fantastic. Yep. Um, yep. I don't know whether that's just through picking the right people or because yep. of the, the whole technology thing that's yeah. at your fingertips. But, yeah, I find that a little bit... Like, I think that generation is a bit more upfront talking about it than yeah. what yours is. Yeah, oh, definitely. And I think probably through what's happened over the last probably few years with, obviously losing kids in the community. Yeah. I think that's probably been a big driver. Um, I know for me personally, it, it probably was when you start losing people that you know because of it. Yeah. Um, you know, and I've probably noticed the challenge there of, you know, whoever it was, their mates have all of a sudden, you know, they've been together and get closer, but then it's also about checking in and yeah, all that sort of stuff. So I think, yeah, like especially, and I spoke to Chanel about it last week, but and even with Ben, was like the school system now, yes. your sporting clubs now, all of a sudden they have these well-being people. Mm. And I think, obviously, that's a massive driver where, I can't really remember when I was at school, which is only well, 11 years ago. We but, never had anything no, like that. No, but I don't remember really much of that. You had your counsellor or whatever, like <clears> the student counsellor or yeah. whatever it was, but I think like the way the well-being system is now in schools, it sets kids up yeah obviously right yeah and i think like obviously the social media and the phones you know you do get your bullying and you get your bloody like you said you google and find out what's wrong with you even though it's you know probably yeah. wrong but on the on the flip side you know social media's been the biggest thing for me with this yeah i, I and agree and i think i think overall the the coming of the mobile phone and i sound like i'm 100 years old not 50 but like i think it's been more good than bad um for this particular reason and other reasons as well. Yeah. Um, so yeah, it is, and it is what it is. It's not going anywhere. No. So obviously the downfall is people are just glued to it. Yeah. Like that's you know that's yeah. that's probably the shit thing. They're glued to it. The you know bullying yeah. probably goes through the roof a little bit. But on the flip side, you know you, you can, see you can reach out to someone across the other side of the world exactly. to see how they're going. Yeah. Which, then you see couples sitting in a in a cafe or a restaurant, and they're not even communicating because they're both just scrolling through Facebook. Yeah, yeah, like, yeah, yeah. And that's yeah. I guess that's where the yeah positives and negatives. There's mm. always always uh, something for something. But yeah, I think obviously yeah, your, your son's age and below. Excuse me. They've come through that school system where you know people are getting encouraged to talk and there's an adult at the school to go talk to or an adult at soccer or footy or wherever mm. it is that people can go talk to. Um, and I know it's obviously been a focus of sort of the Nangwari Footy Club and Clangadoo and the Bay from just off the top of my head in the footy netball circles over the last couple of years to get someone in their club that we can go to and all that mm. sort of stuff. So I think, you know, the more that that happens, and especially locally, yeah. the more you have that someone that's, whether it's just trained to go to, yeah, you know what I mean. And if, yeah. if you had that when you were younger, all of a sudden it's like, bang! I'm going to go to soccer and tell, yeah, you know, such and such. Oh shit! You know, like, or yeah. whether it is, I'm not training tonight because my anxiety's through the roof, yeah. or I'm not training tonight because I'm, I've yeah. had a shit day, or whatever it is. Yeah, what, you know what I mean. I'll, yeah, I'll touch on that yeah. a bit too with, yeah. the, with the soccer club. Yeah, as I said to you before. But yeah, yeah, it's um, it it it's good and it is getting better. Yeah, and like team sport. I know not everyone's sporty, but God, it's helped me so much over the journey. Yeah. Being involved in a club. It's just a um, sense of community. Yeah. 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 Camaraderie and, you know, 
Winning's not everything, but it's, no. it's handy. Oh, absolutely. But <laughs> if you've got yeah. somewhere to go two or three days a week, yeah. four days a week, whatever it is, you know, it's just that. And even, you know, we spoke about obviously my anxiety and shit, but I went to work last night at nine o'clock and literally walked around and spoke to people and stood at the door and let people in and all that sort of stuff. And it was just like four hours of work, 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 switch off. And it would have been good. Yeah. 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 So... Um, as far as obviously your your mental health and everything, when when did you notice? Yeah, all right. When did it start? When you know what I mean? Like yeah. when did you actually think? Shit. Every, everything for me, like I guess it was it wasn't always there. Like I I'd get sad and have have days and whatever, but I'd always bounce back pretty well. Yeah, um, especially through like my 20s into my 30s, you know. Um, I, I've never really had a... I've had, I've had long, fairly long relationships and um, they've been pretty good. Most of them have been amicable at the end, like I'm still good friends yep. with, with most of them. Yep. Um, and then probably three or four years into Bedford... I was I was living in Powell Street. Had a really nice unit, and like um, soccer was great. Bedford was great. Like I, after like I'd, I was living there, and the transition obviously was a little bit hairy in between the commercial and up at Lakes Resort yep. to Bedford, like with money and stuff. But yeah, got through it all right, and then yeah, uh, met a lovely lady who I'm thankfully we're still friends. Um, uh, we got together and. Um, over a couple of years, I ended up moving out to, to where she lives and we got engaged and all going pretty well and uh, I had Mason, um, she had a son that played with Mason at Inter um, and she had another son, great kids and both doing really well as is Mason. Yep. Um, but yeah, just, we, we were good. Um, and then it all just started to not fall apart, but like we, we kind of agreed that we would try and add our, our own kids our own way. Yep. Um, yep. And Mason, even, even with that, Mason found it hard to come out there because he clashed with the other son, not yep. so much the son he played, like he played soccer with. Yep. Um, so that all started, and then yeah, just it just it just started to get frustrating because he w he w he wasn't coming out, and I yep. wasn't hardly seeing him, and he was with his mother a lot more, which was difficult for me as well in itself. Yeah, stuff that was going on with her. Yeah. Um, so yeah, it all just kind of ravelled yep. apart, and we both we weren't miserable, but like we both agreed that we should just. No, it's not working. Yep. Um, and um, yeah, I took it pretty hard in the end. Like I thought, it, like it was, it was a good idea for yep. for 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 her, and for me, and for the kids. Yeah. Um, she, she used to tell me off because I'd never fight back and you know get into an argument about stuff. And then when I did, she'd shut me down anyway. And I was like, oh God, what do you want me to do? Yeah. Like, yeah. And the the alcohol become started becoming quite regular for me. Like nearly every night and things yep. like that. Yeah. Um, anyway, so we just decided, nah, it's not working. So I went from a beautiful little 
block of land with a lovely house with two dogs, veggie garden. Yeah. Um, you know, the chooks, all, all the kit and caboodle, like, yeah. like a little hobby farm, really. Yeah. Um, the dream, as I yeah, say. Into a little shitty two-bedroom unit at the end of Coolabar Street with 1970s carpet. Yeah. And just, you know, and I was just like, oh, right. And the drinking got a bit worse. Um, and then, yeah, I was just, I was literally driving around for work one day and it just, like, in the Bedford Ute. Yeah. I had to pull up at the side of the road and I just started bawling. Like, yep. Where this, where's this come from? You know, and I was just like, whoa. And like hyperventilating and just beside myself. Like, yep. oh, get your shit together. Like, and I didn't really, it didn't really click to me, yep. you know. Um, anyway, this happened, this started happening a bit more regularly where uh, not necessarily with, with work or could be just at home or yep. wherever. Um, and then, yeah, I was going out a lot and just making a dick out of myself every now and then, not all the time. Yeah. Sometimes I go out and have a good time, yeah. and other times yeah. I'd just be a, a dick. Yeah. And then um, it got to the point where I was driving in the ute one day and I was going to do a quote somewhere out of town and it just all jumped into my head. I was just like, oh, do you wonder if anyone would actually give a fuck if, yeah. I, if I did it? Yeah. You know, just rode myself into a tree. You know, and I was like, holy shit, like, yep. really? Yep. And that happened two or three times, and I, I honestly didn't know what to do, Luke. I yep. honestly was too scared to talk to anyone. Um, anyway, this is how it all turned, and not many people know this story, like my inner circle does, yep. I'll get to that in a minute, yep. but I'm walking home from Shadows one night, and I'm just looking at my phone, do you remember the pretty good footballer Wayne Swass? Yep. Played for North Melbourne and Sydney? Yeah, yeah. He was doing this walk and he was talking about his mental health and a few of his mates and all that kind of stuff and like, you know, don't, you know, you're not alone and all that kind of stuff. I was like, wow. And I was pretty drunk. Yeah, I got yep. home and I actually made a comment underneath on the on the page where he'd, where he'd done the video. Yeah. I said, that was really inspiring. I Hopefully I can turn myself around because I'm, I'm not in a good way and I um, passed out and I woke up a few hours later and he bloody well messaged me personally. Holy shit. Through Messenger, yeah, I'm getting emotional just yeah, thinking yeah. about it now. Holy um, crap, I just got goosebumps. So. Yeah, so he messaged me personally. Yep. Um, he said, well, there's probably three things you can do, Trav, and I'm like, mate, he said, well, go see someone. Yep. Go to your GP, talk about medication or sit down with a group of your closest friends and just let it all out and see where, see where it goes from there. And um, I've never been big on medication. Yeah. Um, a shrink would have been probably okay, but it's just the financial side of it oh, as well. Yeah, um, and you need multiple sessions. Yeah, exactly. You can't just go there and go Yeah. Um, so, I um, organised a dinner party with about six to eight of my closest friends. This is this is obviously a few years ago. I think it was yeah. six to eight. Yeah. Um, and just cooked dinner for everyone, and just they had no clue. Like yeah. I've been keeping a lot of this to myself. Like they they had concerns obviously because the the drinking and yeah. the behaviour and stuff yeah. like that. Sudden changes. They didn't they didn't realise that it was that bad. Yeah. Um, yeah, and just 
let it all out and they were just gobsmacked and so there was lots of hugs and a bit of crying and um, that's the that was the best thing I've ever done with, with that concern because yep. I just let it all out and yep. I was completely honest about it and um, to this day all of that that group still we're all very close and yep. they we don't all check in all the time but like they you know they're on top of me when they see the signs yeah yeah you know and you they're know there. i've had interventions over the journey mate that yeah i haven't liked but i've needed it yeah you know yeah. and that's good I, yeah. I, I don't begrudge them for that so yeah, yeah so that was that was the nuts and bolts of how it and like before right. that it, it, yeah. it never really affected me but since the whole the, that whole saga of the, that breakup and everything like that because it's been there now it's always bubbling away yeah I, i've got it in check the whole depression thing yeah it's it's more the anxiety, anxiety. type of stuff yeah. but yeah but that that was the best thing i could have done and yeah they, they were fantastic and it's like you know they speak of liquid courage they call it liquid confidence mm. and it took for you to be pissed to write a comment you know what I mean? Like oh, to back to Swassie. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Like that's, um, yeah, that's insane. Mm. Like, yeah, because obviously he went through his own shit, mm. which you know, and, and I guess like for him to reach out personally, like, yeah, that says was, says well, a lot about him. Yeah, because obviously you, you hear of all these guys that go through stuff like that, and you just think like, you poor bastard. You know, you've got millions of dollars, and you got this, and you got that, and you know, it's one of those things. But for him to actually go right, bang. You know, he's probably saved a life, let's be honest. You know what I mean? Or, yeah. And that's that's crazy. Yeah. Crazy. Yeah, and like, as we touched before we come on air, like, everyone's different. And like, yep. you, you know, you just said him talking about his own shit. You look at someone like Danny Frawley, who was the most bubbly, funniest yeah. guy on that footy show and yeah. other stuff that he did. And, you know, you just don't know. No, no, and that's, and that's the flip side of it. You know, and you see, you, you like, going super famous, obviously, like Robin Williams and, yeah. you know what I mean? Like, He's a comedian. Yeah, I know. It's, it's Made a whole it career is, of making people laugh. And then, it, it is what it is. It's and I guess, like, that's probably where... Do you think you had a an image to upkeep of what people thought you were? Um, do you think? Maybe back then a little bit. Yeah, not, yeah, yeah. Not, obviously. Not, not so much now. Nah, I, I still do nah. a little bit now. Yeah. But, um, but back then, like, I mean, obviously... You know, they probably knew he's like, Trav's bloody funny bastard, or, you yeah. know, he's and so I, outgoing I'm, and he's happy as Larry yeah. and all the rest of it. And like you said, it's bubbling away, bubbling away, bubbling away. Yeah. But you've also got this, and obviously you had no clue what was going on inside your head no. until, until you broke down. But do you think you, you, I mean, you knew it was there, but do you think, yeah, you had like an image to uphold? Like, I've been talking about masks and wearing different masks because mm. I felt like I did when I was, you know, under, under the surface, I was battling a fair bit but you know especially when I was hitting the piss every weekend and everyone mm. thought oh it looks oh I definitely know, and, yeah I understand know, what you're saying now. you no, have to I, yeah I definitely know. definitely um, put up a false front yeah you know I, like I was still functioning and going to work but yep. I, yeah I just got to the point where I was functioning but drinking nearly every yep. night um, and like just people like as I said they kind of you were right. I'm like, yeah, yeah. you know, I'm just having a day. Yeah. But yeah, I, I, I was very clever at hiding it. And even yeah. the anxiety now, sometimes you, I still do it because I don't want to burden people. And I know that I know that's wrong, 
but that's just what goes through my head. Yeah. And even, God, Luke, with, with some of the clients I deal with, I, I feel guilty because of I look at their situation yep. and how life is for them. And yep. I, I actually think to myself, you're a selfish prick for feeling the way you do, which is wrong. Yeah. But sometimes but, I do. Yeah. And I guess that's, yeah, it's just how the brain works. Yeah, I mean, exactly. She's probably not going to like it, but Chanel does the same thing with anxiety. She just, you know what I mean? Like she obviously puts all her time and effort into making sure the kids are right and got mm. making sure I'm okay. And, and she pushes it to the side. And it's just one of those things, I guess, with yeah. anxiety. Like for me, my biggest thing is I just do what I have to do, whether it is obviously listening to music or whatever. Yeah. But like I, I will openly tell people that I my anxiety is fucked. Yeah. I did yesterday, like I said to you, like I couldn't sleep on the way to footy and I was tired as shit and all the rest of it. But I literally let a couple of them know like, my anxiety is no good. Mm. Like, and I was, yeah. you know, and I think that's, yeah. And, and yeah, it hits everyone different and everyone yeah. deals with it differently. But, you know, like yeah, if, it, if you can get to the stage where you're like, right, fuck. Does it ebb and flow for you? Yeah, it's crazy. Yeah. yeah. And I think that's probably like, when I went to the doctor and when I, I was obviously trying to work out, because I had the same thing, like, the, the thoughts probably weren't as serious, but they went through my head and it was like, you know, you're driving home from footy training. I'm like, I wonder if people would give a shit if I fucking drove my car into a truck. Mm. You know what I mean? And the thought was there, like, fuck, would people care if I actually just rode my car off the road and whether it was, you know, whether it was death or whether it was mm. fucking hitting the brakes but still hitting a tree or whatever. You, the thought ran through my head. And so when I went to the doctor, it was like, yeah, you know, I've definitely got depression, 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 but like, the anxiety is the most draining thing. Mm, absolutely. You know what I mean? You think you're going okay and then it's just yeah. like, bang. You know what I mean? If you wake up and you're a bit flat and you're a bit, you know yeah, what I mean? Like it's, you're it's a bit just, like, oh, right, I'll go for a walk or, yeah. you know what I mean? Or yeah. watch something that you like or you'll listen to music that you like or you'll see, obviously, you know, yeah. waking up with the kids in Chanel, you know, is, a, is never a bad, bad yeah. way to start the day. But when you're, you know, when you're at work or you're at footy or you're, you're actually doing stuff you enjoy and all of a sudden you're, brain takes over mm. and you go from sitting up here to sitting down here mm. and then and you th- all of a sudden you're back up there but then yeah, you're back down like, here why yeah like, why is it doing that and that's like, yeah and you question what? everything and yeah. then you, i think for me yeah like it, and, and you're in the same boat is you, you ride that roller coaster of anxiety and you're like fucking mm. at the end of the day you're like oh my god like like it's always been there for me um but again like you know coaching and stuff like having to stand in front of a, a club full of people at the end of the day to do talk about the game and best yeah. and fairest weights and all that, you're like, oh, my God, oh, my God, oh, my God. And then you get up there and once you start, fuck oh. it, mate, you couldn't get me off. Yeah. But, like, yeah. it's just the build-up of things like that. And yeah. Like, so that's what, it's, that's what I mean, too, with ebbs and flows with it. Like, I've got a lot more good days than bad, yeah. like, to be honest. But, yeah. like, when I have really bad ones, like, I, I, I told a couple of my closest friends about this, about a month and a half ago how bad it had had been getting and they didn't brush it off but like i talked to um jank about it a couple of days ago yeah and, and like he was a bit taken aback by it um and jamie's like what i said yeah well you know it's always been there because I've, I've coached with jamie yeah from the jail yeah yeah jail. Steve-o. yeah um but yeah it's just it's just you know it's just um Gets, it's got worse. I don't know why. It'll, yeah. It might calm down again. Yeah. But like it just, as I said, it just ebbs and flows. Have you ever been medicated? No. 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 I still like, and thank, thankfully, because of this podcast as yeah. a starting point, like I've started walking again. Yep. Um, yep. And I've, I, I um, 
I talk a bit more about it, especially with, with Yana. Yeah. Um, I talk to Mason a bit about it, which yep. is good because... Right, yeah, that's a good dynamic to have. Yeah, we, we talk a lot about a lot of things. Yeah. He was, he's a big reason um, my anxiety has got probably better than what it was, even though it was last week. So oh, yeah, bit, yeah. A bit odd, but like yeah. he's, he's moved back from Melbourne. Yeah. Because um, he was struggling a bit with his mental health and right. he, he was quite happy for me to say that. Yeah. So, but he's, he's back here and he's got his little circle around him plus, yep. plus family, so... Him being back and yeah. getting straight yeah. back into work has helped me a lot as yeah. well. So. Yeah, oh, especially just the, the yeah. general stress, like the yeah. you know, him being in Melbourne. That's, yeah. yeah, living in a bloody shoebox. Yeah. Oh, yeah, yeah, paying four million dollars a week rent. And yeah, the rest of it. But yeah, um, so from obviously you where you were at that time in life, how did it, how did it go from there? From obviously your moment with. Swassy and then your mates and all that. Yeah. And then... So, yeah, just... Um, they just were constant. A, a good constant for me, especially in the early days um, to make sure I was okay. Um, we talked about the alcohol um, and I, I, I lightened the load on that a bit. And, um, yeah, and then Bedford obviously was um, still there. And then, then it got a bit heavy for me again with, with work because my two leading hands really clashed and it was getting really draining and then the NDIS come into the frame and they were right at everyone. Um, I, I got um, raked over the coals a bit by one of my leading hands when I actually didn't do anything wrong. Yeah. Um, but that's the thing because the NDIS commission comes in and they just um, take the word of the employee and I didn't even get an interview like right. they didn't even talk to me they just based it on talking to all of my employees under my banner yeah and not even give me a chance to rebut. ridiculous yeah and um, we lost a, we lost two or three good people at that company at the time over that because they, they just didn't give them a chance to yeah speak their um speak their mind so my um, personnel officer he was one of them, and he was the one that actually drew me out and got me started in the one-on-one stuff. So, right. Yeah. yeah. So, like, from from Bedford into the one, so it's all fairly recent now. Yeah. Um, yeah, I've been I've been been pretty good. Um, as I said, they 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 um, intervene when they need to, and as I said, I've had interventions and like um, and I've talked to mum about it a bit more now, and obviously. Uh, Mason's been a good sounding board. I know, yep. you know, it's a bit of a burden putting your kid into it, but like I think that's better for our relationship and it makes him yep. open up when he needs to as well. Definitely. So Definitely. I'm, I'm a big believer of being truthful with my child about my journey and yep. not holding back and that's worked in very good stead for both of us because he's well, always come to me when he's needed to yep. Um, yep. and things like well, that. Well, I think, I think the good thing is there as well, like I'm the same with my parents, is I can tell them. Yeah, like and obviously they were the ones I went to uh, when I broke down. I just went yeah. straight around to their house, and I knew that it was there. But you know they they're medicated and have been for as long as I can remember. Right. Um. And but they were open with that. You know what I mean? Like yeah. they told us. Like yeah, that's and, good. You know you can like you, you, I look back now and it's that's not funny, but yeah, you, you can tell if they miss their meds for a week or they didn't. You know okay. what I mean? Because yeah. they, they just the the slight mood changes like they. 
Yeah, and it's funny, you look back at it, you're like, oh, that makes sense. Yeah. You know what I mean? So, and then, you know, mum used to call them silly pills or happy pills or whatever mm. it was, and you're sort of like, oh, yeah. But now you actually know what's going on, you're like, ah, oh, right. Mm. But I spoke to them, and they literally said, like, righto, this is, you know, basically, here's your plan. You're going to the doctor. Yeah. Um, even, like, just for a start, try medication. But they said, if, obviously, if it's no good, don't, don't roll it. But I find that, yeah, them being so open with me... Yeah, you know, same dynamic with you and Mason is, I knew that I could go mm. to them, and the, the comfort was there. Yeah. So, and the good thing is, obviously, with with Mason, if he's talking to his mates and he's talking to, you know, that that conversation's not even like a mm. a burden, I guess. Yeah, like, and like his his mates have, a couple of them have messaged me asking yep. stuff, and that's yep. fine. Um, they're all they're all good kids. There was a couple at the start that I was a bit, mm. yeah, but no, they're all they're a good crew, and like one of them due to taking very silly drugs one day, yeah. uh, put himself through a um, walk through a glass plate window, like a sliding door. Yeah. Yeah, um, in, up in Geelong, and like cut all his neck, like nearly died. Yeah, yeah. And this is, this is the kind of little group they're like. Like he actually went on social media and told his story about what he'd done to himself and not to just be fucking careful, not be yeah. stupid. With yeah. His, yeah, so that was pretty brave. Oh shit. Yeah. So, same, yeah. same age? Like, yeah. yeah. Crazy. Yeah, Mason's group. So yeah. That was yeah. pretty brave to put yeah. yourself out there like that. So. Absolutely. Especially yeah. on the socials when you can get absolutely yeah. blasted for it. But So, yeah, so it's back to, like, so it's been pretty good. And then at late last year, like, I was living in Will Street um, with a mate, and she decided to move out with a boyfriend and all that. So... You'd think with the economy and that, like, I'd find someone pretty quickly yeah. to move in. Yeah. Um, I had a had a couple move in, didn't like it. One was really strange, this Indian girl. She was lovely, but, like, she just... I think she just didn't like Mac Amber and she would hardly speak and that, and she moved to Adelaide within two weeks. Yeah. Yeah. Um, so it was getting all a bit hard. Um, Sammy was paying double rent because obviously she was she offered that she'd pay rent until she found yeah. I found someone. Yeah, yeah. Um, and this isn't on her at all. Like I was starting to feel the pressure and starting to feel bad because she was doing that. Um, so I decided to get the mother of my child to move in with her youngest. So Mason's mum moved in, and I knew going in. Um, the risk in that, but yep. I thought I'd give her a chance. Yep. Um, I talked to my mum, I talked to her mum, I talked to her boss, yep. I talked to Braxton's dad, which is her youngest yep. child, yep. and obviously I talked to Mason. Yep. Um, didn't really talk to her middle child, Trey, too much because they just didn't get along full stop. Yep, right. Um, yeah, and I knew going in um, that she had a problem with with a certain type of addiction. Yep. Oh, what? That's, I don't know if that's being fair, but she, she was openly admitted that she still was taking a certain type of drug, yep. and um, I knew that going in. Yep. And uh, look, it was, it's, uh, hindsight's easy, but I wanted to give her a chance. She was living in a little unit with the, didn't even have a lawn or anything for yep. her youngest boy, and yep. I, you know, I've got a bloody pool and yeah, yeah. plenty of yeah. lawn to run around on. I yeah. thought I'd give her a go. Anyway, I gave it a go and it was going all right. Like we had our moments. Yeah. Um, and then her birthday, which was Easter, 
And um, yeah, she just got on it and kept getting on it and got to the point where she was out of control, um, threatening to get me killed. Um, thought there was bugs everywhere through the house, wanted to take all the um, stained glass out of, we had beautiful stained glass doors inside the house and yep. windows and stuff. Just, yeah, just, just completely lost Fuck. the plot. Um, it was horrific. Yeah. Um, yeah. And her Fuck. argument always with me before this even happened was yep. like alcohol is legal, but yet it causes just as much grief, if not more grief than what I do. And I'm like, yeah, it probably does, but okay, look, it, it was ice and stuff yeah. like that. Like, yeah. It's just the persona and, and the people that she was hanging around with. And yeah. She was bringing people to my house that I knew, obviously, through hospitality. Yeah, yeah. You know, yeah. that are not good people. No. And I'm a bloody support worker. Yeah. I don't need these people coming to my yeah. house. Yeah. And plus two or three of them, I've got history with that they've been really horrible to people that I know. Yeah. So, yeah. Yeah, I just, just I just had to get out. Yeah. Um, yeah. So, yeah, I, had, I sold a majority of my belongings because I just had nowhere to put it. I probably right. could have put a bit more plan into practice with that and maybe found somewhere. But yeah. yeah. Going back to... At the time. Yeah, going back to my circle and then outside of that circle a little bit, like, thank God for people around me because I was in a very dark place again with that. Yeah. Um, and, um, you know... Jamie put me up at the old jail for a while and, you know, your father-in-law to be one day, Bert, like in that, that little circle, yep. like we play yeah, cards once a month. Yeah. Like there's five yeah. or six of them and I told them everything and they were yep. really supportive and um, one of them put me up in his place for a while, which yep. was really nice. Yeah. And then I go into my soccer family, which extends from Inter Apollo because that's who I yep. both played for because I coached it. Western border level kids. Yeah, yeah. Um, yeah, um, it was actually Richo's mum. Oh, right, yeah, 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 yeah. absolute well, legend. Yeah, yeah, she, um, she lined me up a place to live after I, because I Tony didn't want me staying up in his unit forever. Yeah, yeah. Um, so yeah, they, she lined me up a place just next door to her in High Street for six months. So that took the pressure off a bit because yeah. I was just going into finally going into studying my cert three in disability, which yep. I really wanted to do. Yeah. And then, yeah, and it all like it all went to court and everything because she wanted to stay there, and and I just was like, um, I don't even need to be involved in this because I I got advice and was just told not to yep. um, pay rent anymore because yep. all I'm doing is enabling her to yep. pay there. So yeah. Um, yeah. So. That was that was hard, mate. Like yeah. that was very dark. And that's all uh, pretty recent. Yeah, that's, like, that's that's pretty raw. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, and you know, if, it was really hard on Mason as well, obviously. Yeah. Um, yeah. And obviously, her mum, my family. Yeah, yeah. Definitely takes its toll. That yeah, shit, and it? like, you know, it's just. Yeah, it was it was hard, but yeah, I've got, got, you know, it's ironic because it, as I said, it all went to court because of. She ended up finally getting evicted, right? Because she could just couldn't yeah. keep up with the yeah. rent. Um, she did try getting people in there, but they they kept denying her um, people to stay there. That's probably to do with God. After I left, part of the hedge was the hedge that's got those old school hedge fences. Yeah. Like, yeah, someone set that on light, and the police were getting called there regularly. And yeah, I don't right. know why. Yeah, and I yeah. don't, don't yeah. want to know. Yeah. Um, so they were never going to let us stay there anyway. I don't think. But, yeah. Um, yeah. 
So, yeah. So you took the chance anyway. Yeah, I had to get out. And I mean, yeah. I had to get out, like, for my own safety. Yeah. Let alone my, my mental health. Yeah. Um, so it's quite ironic that um, the place that I'm in now, which I love, just a nice little unit, is through the same real estate agent. And they, they've been so good about everything. Um, you know, I hope I don't throw myself under the bus here, but there was a lot of rent left over that I yeah. said that I'd offered to pay once they kicked her out. Yeah. And yeah. I haven't heard a thing from it. And that's right. been over six months yeah. nearly. So, yeah. yeah, that's crazy. And I guess, like, yeah, that's the thing with Mount Gambia. Obviously, small town and people know people. And, you know, I think, obviously, that sort of situation <laughs> wouldn't take long to, nah. you know, get back to, especially to, like, real estate. So, yeah. And at the end of the day, you just, I mean, probably speaking out of turn, but just being taken advantage of, of being a good person, I guess, yeah. and trying to do the right thing. And, and you're not you the know. only person that said that, yeah. mate, and I completely agree with that, yeah. but I just thought I'd give her a go. Oh, which um, is absolutely nothing against and you. And she threw it all back on my face. Yeah, so. that's right. Yeah. And if you give everyone a chance, obviously, you know, everyone deserves a second chance. And So that, that, was, was, just, that. that was just a very high anxiety period. Yeah. and um, Living on the edge. Mm, yeah. So, you know, just with with addiction and stuff like that just briefly like yeah you know i know of people in mount gambia that have had very good businesses and that and they've been taken down that path and they've lost business and that it's just such a dangerous thing like good good couples that have broken up yep. over it and um good people that have done it and come through the other side yep. which is yeah always good as well absolutely like, like i know a few that have been through it and have yeah come through it um I guess seeing people go down that path too. And yeah. I've seen mates go down that path, you know, blokes I've played sport with and all that sort of stuff. And obviously working, you know, back to the hospitality thing, but you're working in a pub and they come in at random times and they're not wanting to charge your phone and they're wanting to do this. And mm. then only got $5 for three of the puggies. And they're, you know what I mean? It's pretty heavy shit. And obviously mm. for you to take that, well, yeah, take it on in your own house, mm. trying to do the right thing. You know, like how, obviously it's a high anxiety, but how's the depression sort of things? Like where yeah, was that at? Yeah, that, that was, was peak. Like yeah, it was, yeah. Probably not as peaky, not as, it didn't peak as much as the first time because yeah. I kind of knew it was going to come. Yeah, yeah. Because I was just like, oh, like an old, not embarrassed, but like, God, I was told by everyone yeah. not to, probably not to do it. And yeah. like, yeah, I'd, but like again, not just my inner circle, but the people around me that give a shit were there and supported me, like, let me stay at places, yeah. like, you know. So I was lucky in that regard this yeah. time that I had that to fall back on. Yeah, yeah. That, that just was tough. Like, yeah. Um, yeah. But come out of it all right. And, I was going to say, yeah. So from then, then to now. Um, yeah, from then to now, like... like um, Yana and I went out a couple of years ago and she had a very high pro profile job at another establishment um, and it was very taxing on her. Um, so we just decided again, very amicable to not not to be together. Yeah. Um, and then, yeah, so we've rekindled over the last four or five months and it's been awesome. Like it's a completely different scenario. She's in a different role at a different company. Yeah. Um, I've got my head pretty screwed on, all yep. right. Mason's back. Um, so yeah, if generally life's pretty good. It's just the just the um, just the anxiety. Yeah. Like and 
to what we were talking about right at the start, like with with my week, um, it just really, there was an incident about a month ago and um, where something happened and it wasn't very pleasant um, and it was made knowledge to me a couple of days after the incident, like nothing like a legal warrant to yeah. water or anything yeah, like yeah. that, but it was just yeah, an just awkward situation. Yeah, enough. Yeah, so um, it was brought to my attention and um, I had to I had to tell the other person of what had happened and yep. that was really tough. And I I mentioned a couple of people involved in the in the situation. I just gotta be careful how yeah. I think Yeah, 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 yeah. Um, think about and it, um, the person that I was telling that they just they were just so ashamed and distraught and upset with what had happened and things like that. And I I knew there was more to the story, but I just went into um, care mode, I guess, and just kind of didn't tell the whole truth. Yeah. Um, because I was really upset at seeing how upset this person was. Yeah. Um, and then kind of buried it. Like the people that told me what had happened, I didn't get back to them. Um, I talked to the other people that were around that particular, at that particular night and um, pretty well worked it out with them and nutted it out um, and then again suppressed it because I just didn't know what to do. Yeah. Like I knew, I knew yeah. what to do. Yeah, yeah. I didn't know how to go, how to go back to this person that had told me in the first place yeah. and explain what I'd done and, and I just, it went on for two or three weeks and I just, I'm shaken thinking yep. about it because yep. I just, my anxiety just wouldn't let me yeah. do it. And then it was getting worse and worse um, in the way that it was coming out in chats and stuff within groups. And I was like, I need to, I need to do something because it's like, I was getting to the point where I was physically feeling sick. Yep. Um, so I knew and this is how the, my brain works sometimes yep. with this kind of stuff. Yep. I knew that I could not approach him by ringing him or anything one-on-one. -on -one. I needed to go about a different way. I needed him to, to do ring, like to approach me, yep. if yep. that makes sense. Yep. So I contacted his lovely partner and spilled my guts to her. And I said to her, um, you, can, you, can, um, you can tell him whatever you want, like it's fine. I, I know he's gonna be pissed off. But that was my way yeah. of getting yeah. him to get contact angry you. enough to yeah. contact me, which he did. Yeah. And then, yeah, like, so I had to have two very hard conversations within the space of a couple of hours. Like I had to tell the person involved the whole truth. Yeah. And then, my God, I tried ringing him twice and he was on another call and I physically went to the toilet and made myself sick yep. because I was that yep. anxious about it and like, oh my God, why don't I, you know, you know, all these things yeah. go through your head, why yeah, don't I let yeah. it go this long? And then he finally rang me back and like within half an hour of being very calm, both of us, which was great, um, we'd, we'd worked through it and like we talked about it and you know, the situation at the time wasn't great. Yeah. And that other person understands that now. Yeah. Um, but yeah, we, we nutted it all out. And um, then we just talked about 
our friendship and everything yeah. again. And, yeah. You know, but like just yeah. to let it, that's, that's, that's it with me with that anxiety type of thing. Yeah. To let it build up to that point, yeah. which is crazy. Yeah. But it's not because it's just yeah. everyone's different and that's just the way I handled yeah. it. Yeah. Yeah. Didn't handle and it great. No. But that's the way I handled yeah, it. It's just the way the brain ticks yeah. over. Yeah. Yeah. It's, uh, yeah, I think I'm more like learning more about anxiety through this podcast and everything because it's just one of those things, and you know, everyone does deal with it differently. It was horrible, like yeah. to let it go that long, and you know, and then with, within the group too, like you know, everyone cares about everyone in certain. You know, you've all, we've all got our groups and stuff. And yeah. Like, but sometimes when you talk to one person that you want. You know, they, they might talk to the other person about what you're talking about. Because yeah. they it's not because it's being bitchy or anything. It's nah. because we, we do care. Yeah. But sometimes, even with those types of groups, things get... Oh, absolutely. Misinscrewed, mis- yeah. Misinscrewed, like, you know, which is, you know, interesting within itself. But yeah. we're all human and oh. we all... I don't That's think it's just nature, especially like that sort of stuff. I don't think it's intentional. No, like, no. Yeah, it's just oh, I know it's not. Like, and I love, yeah, yeah. I love my humans. Yeah, don't get me wrong. Yeah, but yeah. You just think, and obviously that's the way your head works. Is oh, I think I'll do it this way, and then you look back at it now and you're like, why the fuck did I do it that mm. way? But at the time, it's just the way your mm. brain works. Like, yeah, um, yeah. Obviously, yeah, you've had a hell of a rod, that's for sure. Mm. Um, your generation, we was we have touched on it and. But I think, yeah, for you to come on and obviously tell your story being, you know, 52 and coming through that era where might not have been your age as much, but obviously that, you know, that generation above mm. is definitely where it, where it comes from. You know, like my grandparents and all that sort of stuff, like that was always the era of... Uh, Who gives a shit? Yeah, move on. Yeah. What's wrong with you? I'll have a beer. Come on, I'll have toughen 50 up. Beers. Toughen up. Yeah, don't absolutely. be a girl. Yeah. Um, I think. Yeah, for but anyone. Do you, that do you think with that? Sorry to cut right. up. Yeah. Do, you, do you think with that though? And I, I think about this a bit because technology was a lot less back then. Do you think because they didn't have? Do you think it was more of a naive thing because they didn't actually have the knowledge of what mental health to to what we Definitely. do today? Definitely. Yeah. Yeah, and you see, tech. It's just it. It's technology, and it's not obviously just phones. It's no, you know, it's, it's, bloody it's everything. People scanning brains mm. and all the rest of it, and you see it with um, like the CTE with people's brains after playing sports and all that. Yeah. Like that's only happening now. Yeah. When you know, like for footy, it's been happening for a hundred years. Yeah. But it's only just come to the forefront now that if you concussed, you have to miss two weeks. Mm. They didn't know that fifty years ago. No, exactly. They didn't know it thirty look years at the, ago. Look at the repercussions of that. Absolutely, and, and yeah, it's rearing its head. And obviously, the AFL are in a lot of shit. But that, well, I think, yeah, like little things—not little things, but like a lot of little things like that—is just purely mm. from the fact that they just did not have the resources. Mm. And it's like with the, you know, oh, you'll be right, toughen up, mm. whatever. They yeah. weren't, and you know, that's that's a generational yeah. thing. And the, you Absolutely. talk about breaking that, like it's. You know, that's what their parents did and their parents mm. did and that's what my grandparents did and then all of a sudden you're my parents' age and my parents are obviously not like that. You know, it's not tough enough. It's not, yeah, it's you know not, what I mean? So not, I think that's, that's probably... The, started to get the yeah. education come in and you're, yeah. I think your generation, I've got a lot of friends around your age yeah. in their late 20s to early 30s, yeah. they're kind of caught in the 
yeah, in the middle of definitely. it where they didn't have yeah. that tech, like the phones and that at the start. I yeah. find that find that find that really interesting as yeah, well. Yeah, like we could text and play Snake and <laughs> yeah. that was about it. You know what I mean? And yeah. then as it evolves, but we were, you know, the iPhone come out. When I was eighteen. You know what I mean? But these kids now have got iPhones and they've got access to Google and yeah, whatever from the get go. Yeah. So I think yeah, I think a lot of it is just purely the fact that. That's how they dealt with it because that's the only way they knew how. Mm. But like I said, with yourself, my parents, being that age where you guys are the ones that are probably sort of starting that, hang on a minute, you mm. know what I mean? Or like in my parents' case, it was going to the doctor's medication because there was medication for it now. You yeah, know what I mean? So there's right. this stuff that has slowly come into play that, you know, you talk about breaking the mould and doing all that. Yeah. And it is flowing on. But I think, yeah, sort of our, you know, that 20... Well, probably, you know, that 28 to 35, we're sort of, like you said, we mm. are stuck in the middle a little bit where my parents were obviously fully supportive and they were very open and all that sort of stuff. But then at the same time, uh, you know, like they still were, you you were still learning about it. Mm. And we were sort of like, yeah, we know we can sort of speak about it or this is maybe what's wrong. But then the kids that are younger, like even Mason. Yeah all of a sudden it's probably think, even younger they're going through yeah. the school system like I said and playing sports and that's that's starting to get that, the help that's right so. the sports thing's big like yeah um, and that's why I, as I said before I feel pretty blessed with my inner circle because there is different age groups age gaps and you know and they go tell their friends because they can because we open up within that group then they open up with their other friends and yep. that's why Mason's group I think partly because I was pretty open with them like they're very open but like I've met some of their parents and that they're quite open as well. So, yeah. um, but then again, um, just with the like the suicidal side of it, like yeah. just quickly, I'll, it's, it's nothing to brush off. But again, with the technology, I had a kid that I coached at Western Border level, lovely kid, and um, he just planned it all out on the internet over a two or three day period how he was going to do it. So the fact that he was actually doing that as yeah. well, like obviously he made up his mind so yeah um you know and you've lost mates and yeah yeah it's that's it it's like and you've had those thoughts i've had those thoughts and you each individual is different and like i've lost in particular two close friends to it yeah um and um one was very much a big alpha male very confident yeah you know and like that happened that was pretty raw that was last year yeah and yeah, and like the f the family, like there was only a select couple that could go to the funeral, and it, it was in Adelaide. Yeah, yeah, that was that was pretty tough. Yeah, and, and then another good friend. Um, this, um, I'd, I'd known her since we were kids, like teenage, like eighteen, nineteen. Yeah, and we started going out, um, and over the journey. Um, it was kind of in jest, but it was still um, obviously interesting. She'd, she'd just say, I'm going to do it one day. And it wasn't just to me, she'd say it to her. Yeah. I'm going to do it one day. And it'd be with alcohol involved or a, yeah. like she'd say it in a joking way. No, I'm going to do it one day. I'm going to kill myself. And like then all of a sudden, years later, and like that was over, like our, our journey was up and down. Yeah. Like, we were always friends, but like she moved away or yep. we didn't see each other for a while. Yeah. 
yeah, yeah. She she was doing her own thing, and then she actually did it. So that was, you know, that yeah. was, um, you know, you think in your own head sometimes, Jesus, could I have helped pre- pre- yeah. prevent that? Like, you know, yeah. um, and I know of people that have tried to do it. Yes. And pe- other people around them have known that they've tried to do it, and I'm not necessarily talking about people no. close to me at yeah. the moment. Yeah. And they've gone and ended up doing it, even though people have known. But no, I, I yeah. guess if you if you're adamant that you want yeah. to do it, yeah. you're going to do it. Oh, that's right. Yeah, yeah. And it's I'm, just, it's yeah. just fucked. Yeah, absolutely. Like it's. Yeah. I obviously yeah we've had a rough trot in the last few years with the younger, yes. younger people. Yes. And I think like from. It it's was, more prominent in Mount Gambier yeah. than what people actually oh, realise. Absolutely, and it was one of the times where it sort of happened on a Sunday, maybe a Monday. You know, the news of it sort of coming out on the Tuesday, and it didn't really hit home until as it was like, "You probably served him his last drink," and mm. I was like, "It must be the Sunday because I worked Saturday night," and I was like, "Holy fuck!" Like, and you think that you stand there and have a conversation with someone, happy as Larry, and then, yeah. So, you, like, unfortunately, it's not everyone's preventable, but it's so hard to obviously accept it when you yeah. you've been around the person yeah. or you know them, and you yeah. think, well, what could I could have I actually yeah. done? Something? Literally, and that's yeah. Like I said, it wasn't until as it was like, oh, you probably you know poured him his last drink, mate, and I was like, fuck, so I did. Yeah. You know what I mean? It was just one of those things where I was like, hang on a minute, like, you know, do you ask me how his day was already? Yeah. And, and it's, I guess it's the stuff, like, I don't really question it too much, but it's just those little things that yeah. went through my head at yeah. the time. I was like, fuck. And, like, I've, and that's what I... But who was to know? Yeah, and especially after that one where she talked about yeah. it, I, I've been pretty open with people, like, very approachable to talk about anything. And, like, I've always been pretty handy at helping people with their problems yeah because i think it's for me it's a deflection to not worry about my own <laughs> absolutely <laughs> best way to put it yeah, yeah I'm with you. um but um i know i don't mind and again like all the other guests i'm an open book if yeah. anyone wants to talk but yeah it's just um you know we both talked about how we've thought about it yeah just imagine luke if we were driving you were driving to home or from footy or was i was in the bedford ute and we just did click yeah. that one step yeah too far and we did it like yeah. you just yeah yeah, yeah, it's like, yeah, come a long way, and I think you have since then. And it would never ever enter my mind ever again. No way yeah. in the world. Like I'll, I'll get, I'll probably go through depression again, and the anxiety yeah. for me is always yeah. going to be there. It's just dealing with it. But, yeah, um, yeah. So for uh, obviously for anyone that does listen to this, and I do thank you for obviously opening up, opening right. right up. Um, I've seen you. Your, your nerves have calmed as the more yeah, we talk, which yeah, is good. So yeah. um, just some advice for, for anyone that's listened on regards to, I guess, you know, um, depression, anxiety, uh, even some things you do to deal with it, mm. on a, even on a day-to-day basis. I know it's obviously hard with some of the shit that you've been going through that's obviously spiked your anxiety and, and yeah. whatnot. But like your, your day-to-day, you know, if we put this week behind you, yeah. Or, or just yeah. on, on the side block yeah. and, and you know your, your general day to day what you do to get through yeah. okay. you know especially being especially being old Trev <laughs> but no especially being your age yeah. like you know it's 
yeah, how do you how do you get through your day to day? Um, yeah, look, I'm. Everyone's different, obviously. So you've got to find. You, I think everyone knows should know as they get on what they like, whether it be what you've talked about, like yep. walking, listening to your music. Yeah. Um, find find your own niche. But for me, I like. I'm very big on routine. Yeah. I like routine. Um, it's like when I when I lose a client to like they either move to another company or whatever, and then I've got to start with a new client and. I go out of routine a bit. It really irks me. And yep. that, that spikes my anxiety as well. But yep. routine's good for me. Um, you know, and like, as I've said, like, I let this one fester. If you, if you can do it, if you can find a certain person or a f- certain way where you can, you can get on top of it and get it out. Because once I got it out, it was fine. But it's just, it's just getting it out. Like, so try and find a, a particular person or it might be a podcast or something that you can listen to that can help you get over your fears and speak to someone about it. Um, I, I love listening to music as well. Um, and I, I, love, I love my chill time by myself as well. Like as yep. much as I love being around Yana and my people and all that, but like just my own company is very important to yep. me as well. Yeah. Um, I haven't told many people this, but I, I do like to try a bit of medication every now and then. It doesn't necessarily work, but it does make me feel better. So yeah, I think, as I said, everyone's different. Yeah. Um, you've got to find your own niche, what what works for you. Um, obviously, this this whole idea is fantastic and I've really enjoyed your other guests and obviously this is good for you. Yes. Um, this has been great for me. Yeah. Um, so talking, is the I think out of everything talking yep. to someone, even if you write it like write it down, that's another good way too. Yep. I've done before. Yeah. If you don't want to talk to someone, write all your feelings down. Write how you're feeling. Write about the particular people you're feeling about. Yeah. You know, and read back. And even even if you want to give that to someone to read, and they can maybe help you from there. If you can't express it physically, yeah. Yep. Write it down. Yeah. 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 That's. Yeah. Yeah. No, that's um, yeah, the writing down thing. That's something that I've always wanted to do, but I just useless, absolutely <laughs> useless. Um, but yeah, I yeah, for me that that thirty minutes in the morning, yeah, just like I, my thing is like I just get up and play the PlayStation or yeah. Uh, at the moment, obviously, me and Chanel go to the gym every morning, so and she gets ready. She has yeah. a shower and she gets ready, and that's probably normally twenty minutes, and that's yeah. you know we get up, we do our own thing for that sort of twenty twenty five minutes, and then. We're together, we go to the gym and away we go. And that's sort mm. of, for me, it's a, it's plenty. Yeah. I get up and... I could walk for hours yeah. sometimes, but yeah, I'm so glad. And it is because of this podcast that I have started walking again. And plus getting back, you know, having a partner, you get a bit comfortable with yeah. what, what you're eating and yep. drinking. And um, I've put, put, put a little bit back on again, I, which has really actually pissed me off. Yep. So I'm going to work back on losing that bit of weight again. Because yep. um, it gets... It, it's harder to lose as you get older with your metabolism. But yeah, yeah but back into walking every day. Yeah. Um, yep. Well, not every day, but nearly yeah, every yeah. day when I can. And some of my clients like to walk as well. Yeah. So, yeah. Um, and not just listening to music now as well, but listening to podcasts and stuff like that. Yeah. So, yeah. Yeah. No. So, yeah. That might wrap up this episode, I think. Travis, yeah. thanks for coming on, mate. Thanks for obviously having the uh, the courage to speak up about what you've been through and continue to go through. 
mm. I think that's probably the biggest thing as well is obviously it's not what happened, you know, 5, 10, 15, 20 years ago. It's also yeah, you know, it can as, be, as current as this week. Yeah, exactly. Um, so I think that's what anxiety is. It, yeah, just, yeah. it just pops up whenever it feels like yeah. it. So, um, yeah, that's uh, that's a wrap for episode number six. I, I yeah, honestly appreciate it, mate. Um, you know, for, for anyone that is listening, send Trav a message. Yeah, feel you free. Know, he's uh, yeah, very knowledgeable when it comes to this sort of stuff. And, you know, obviously my inboxes are always open. So, yeah, uh, thanks again, Trav. And, oh, just uh, quickly, sorry. Yeah, yeah. If you ever get the chance, yep. go do your mental health first aid course as well. That was That's helped a lot as right. well. Yeah, mental yep. health first aid. Yep. Yeah. Right. Sounds yeah. good. No, it's been a pleasure, mate. I really yep. enjoyed it. Cheers. Yep. All right. Thanks, guys. Thank you. Peace out. Bye.